Blog Talk Radio. Why does everyone keep telling me I look so familiar? Of course I look familiar. I'm Alex Kiriakis. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm Pam, your host. This is Take2Radio, Soaps and Review, and it's a great day. And we have David, and we have Anthony, and we have Candace, and we have Will. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi. 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 Hey. <laughs> I'm happy to have good group hug. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, we're just missing Carolyn, and uh, she'll join us again in a couple of weeks. She's got family around, so it's understandable. Yeah. But, you know, it's That's nice That's what happens good... when you live in Florida. <laughs> they all want to come right? down. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Well, tonight we have, um, oh my gosh, I'm just like really super Brandon excited. Dino. I have to get my, have to <laughs> yeah. get my, my words together here. Yes. My, excitement going on. Yes. Okay. There's well, something going very, on tonight. We are very it's pleased to have with us award-winning actor, producer, Brandon Beamer, and he can currently be seen as Sean Douglas Brady on the Days of Our Lives. But uh-huh. some of you may also know him for roles on The Bold and the Beautiful as Owen Knight and on the Bay the Series as Evan Blackwell. And he's had a really busy career both in television and movies, so we're excited to speak with him tonight. Yes, we are. So yep. I, oh, yeah, I, thanks for that reminder. Yeah, I forgot that he was on Bold and the Beautiful. He was really, really <laughs> an awesome character on there. I like that part. Yeah, yep. you know, okay. the, the whole I'll be right Jackie, back, guys. I'll be all right. right. You know, that triangle, uh, right. Ashley, he him. Like Jackie, right? Jackie had to yeah. kill his lover. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, there you go, refreshing the memory there. Yeah, oh, my God, it feels like a lifetime ago he was in there. That was like the yeah. OG Cougar storyline, you know, at the yeah. at oh, relatively the same time you had Erica Kane sort of flirting with Brian Lavery, but they let that drop. Mm-hmm. Whereas the bold and the beautiful really took a chance and let that relationship. They took a chance. And that was a yeah. really good parent. That was a really good Oh, parent. my God, yeah. Oh, my it God, yes. Yeah. yeah. But then again, you know, the Bay. Have you guys checked out the Bay? Uh, you girl, you I, know. Well, I love the baby. Love in the in a couple I years. Baby, I want to move you guys need to... I love that you guys. Okay, gang. Okay. To... Hello. All right. Hello. Hi. I'm here. Please welcome Brandon Beamer. <laughs> hey, welcome, hey, everybody. Welcome, Brandon. Hola, hey. Brandon. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks for joining us tonight. I mean, uh, I know you guys are super busy, and it means a lot to us when you take the time to to join us for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. So, as you can tell, there's more than one of us here. (laughs) Yeah, how many are there? I'm trying to figure this out here. (laughs) Don't get scared, man. We're not going to jump you. No, no. (laughs) There's five in total, and... You know, we each ask a couple questions each, um, me being the host. I may slip in one extra, but there's, we're not going to keep you forever, and we only ask a couple questions. It'll be over before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'd like to start out with um, finding out how you decided you wanted to be an actor and who, if anyone, inspired you. Wow, I just actually, somebody just asked me this uh, two days ago. Um, I'll give you the short version. I, I don't know. I was, it, being an actor never really crossed my mind because I didn't think it was anything that was sort of possible when I was growing up in Eugene, Oregon. Um, I kind of wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and I had an opportunity to go to New York, and I've uh, never really seen the world. And uh, I was right after I graduated high school, and I said, you know what, Dad, I'm going to New York. I was still living in my parents', you know, my parents bedroom. I said, I'm going to New York for a month. I've got money saved up. Leave me alone. I'm going to New York. What are you going to New York for? I want to go see, I want to go try, I want to go try this whole modeling thing because people were kept, you know, I went to a model search thing or whatever it was. And and I had all these people in New York trying to get me to come there and agencies and stuff. I said, I'm going to go for a month, see what happens. Went there for a month and I just, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I just, the, 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 the vibe and the energy of the city, it just, just sort of took off. And uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is what the world has to offer, so many different things. And uh, I was doing that, and uh, it just I, next thing you know, a month came along, and I said, I'm, I'm just going to stay here longer. I got, I got a place to stay. I'm paying for it. I'm doing everything, making money. And um, then I just, I, um, I don't know, I guess I kind of got burnt out on the fact that it was just purely just a physical sort of thing, and you just sit there, or, you know, you just model. I'm like, what kind of skills do you get to be a model? I mean, you, if you look great and people like your look and you take good pictures, that's it. Um, and so uh, then somebody told me, so take an acting class. And I was like, what do you mean an acting class? You can't take an acting class. And they were like, no, take a, just take an acting class. I'm like, you mean like drama, like go up on a stage and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, be an actor. And I was like, I don't know. I never thought about that. It never even crossed my mind, but it never crossed my mind to be a model either. Right. So um, then I, uh, yeah, so then I took this acting class, this three-month course, and I just went, oh, my gosh, this is fun. This is cool. Um, I, I want to keep doing this. And then that's when um, I packed up my, got rid of my, got broke the lease on my apartment. I packed up my bags. And I sold this and I sold everything, the furniture. And I uh, moved to Los Angeles, and I knew, like, one person in Los Angeles and just came out here and started taking acting classes because I wanted to be an, a good actor because I wasn't a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what made you decide to do the acting thing, though, in California? Because you could have stayed in New York. Um, I think it was because I also didn't like the weather in New York. I love uh-huh. New York, but <laughs> I <you> know, <laughs> that was going to be it. <laughs> yeah, That's I, why I moved to Florida. From, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Eugene, Oregon is a very, uh, there's a lot of rain there. I mean, it's like lots of rain and lots of just ugh, gloominess. And I didn't, you know, I always kind of joke around and I say, you know, I didn't know that I was depressed for the first, like, you know, 18 years of my life, nine months out of the year until I moved. I mean, it's just, 
you know, and, and when it's always gloomy, you just kind of look outside and you go, oh, I don't know, I'm going to be right here. I'm going to stay right here. So Los Angeles, man, I mean, it's just you want, you want to go out and do things. You go hiking, go to the beach, you know, go to the mountains, and uh, it's just, just to go to your friend's pool and, you know, so. Yeah, I think that's why people are so fit when they live in California because you can yeah. go out and do those things um, through all four seasons. You know, I, li- yeah, I live in yeah, Illinois. I live in Illinois. Tell me about my weather. I mean, come on. Oh, I'd yeah. move to oh, California oh. if I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, wow. Um, well, I mean, that's something, you know, different than what I've heard from other people because we, ju- we tend to ask that question a lot from our guests. And, and most of them grow up knowing they want to be an actor, and sometimes it'll hit them in college where they're studying to be a doctor or a lawyer or Indian chief, you know, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, acting. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but I, think, I think with models, I think that's kind of a progression, don't you think, with moving into the acting arena? Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it is because a model can you, he goes a model can go and they do print and they can go do commercials and then when you do commercials that's just like a little taste of a little that you give a little bit of personality and personality gets you the job um, where it's like as a model I mean personality never really got you the job it was like you know just show me your show me your book and show me where the work that you've done and I'll let you know whether or not you're hireable for my, and I want you to represent my product um, but then you know you go do commercials and they say hey just uh, Give us a quick 30 seconds to tell us about yourself. And then you, you don't go, I'm Brandon Beamer, and I am um, a Los Angeles. They'll go, okay, you just put me to sleep. Okay. <laughs> unless they want people to, you know, unless that's yeah. what they're looking for. But uh, most, like, most of the time it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to be full of excitement all the time. I mean, you got to act. That's all there is to it. With, uh, whether yeah, you're gotta be, good. Yeah, it's got to be interesting. And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Catch their attention right from the start because if you don't, there's somebody else next in line, unfortunately. So that's just how that's how that goes. Well, the other thing I was wondering is what is your acting process right before you go on camera? Uh, just to let it all go and not give a shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Once you once you do your preparation, I mean, you just got to let it all go and just know that you're gonna. You just got. You just know. You got to just know that you did. You did the preparation. You did the prep work, and then you your prep work is where you sort of. That's what kind of like know that where you know you're gonna get through the scene and you're gonna know you know your you know your dialogue. You thought it out. You you know all that kind of stuff, and then you go in there and then you just work off the other actor, and the next thing you know, you end up doing something that you never even thought that you were gonna do. The scene, you know, if you're in the moment, the scene will and, and you don't make too many decisions and you're not like trying to hold on to a performance. I mean, you can come up, things will just pop up and you go, oh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. Well, I didn't know that was gonna. Wow, that, whoa, what just happened to that scene? I never thought it was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And so. That's kind of, you know, that's kind of the fun, that's one of the fun things about it. But, yeah, I like to just throw it all away and not get in my head. Because when you get in your head, you tense up and you, 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 you yeah, it's like you think that you have to do it this certain way. But the truth is, I mean, spontaneity, I think, is really the way that is the most genuine because we are spontaneous creatures. Yeah, and I would imagine that some of that has to go with playing off of your um, scene partner's vibe, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how great of stuff that you can do with different actors or actresses. And then other ones, you're like, 
oh my gosh, are my feet in quicksand? Is my acting in quicksand? Like, I mean, why do I not even want to say my dialogue right now? Can, oh, can we just can we just call this a wrap and we'll just get this over with right there? Yeah, Wake me not, up when, that, when it's over. That's not a good thing. <laughs> I'm sure that some people probably said that about me, so who knows. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's, it's also just chemistry just in general. You, you can like the right. person but not want to act with them. But then you can watch them act with other people, and you could love to watch them act. Right. But sometimes it's just a little bit of a chemistry thing. Right, yeah. I would imagine it's like everyday life, people with people. Um, yeah, and it's also characters, too. A person, if you're mm-hmm. chemistry and character, like I could – act with somebody and they're playing one character but then I can act with that exact same person and they're playing another character I can be like oh wow what the heck is that where is this well we, we vibe well off of each other you know it's yeah. a different sort of personality <laughs> click right right exactly well what was the best advice you received when you first started out that you could pass on to others um I think the best advice that I got and it's you know I guess I don't know I think I've said this already um I, I, I'll say that oh, hold on there's a lot of advice that I've gotten, but it's in, you know, it's in, it's in through acting class. And, um, and well, I mean, I'd say one of them is that, like I said, let it go. Do the prep yeah. and let it go. I mean, if you prep and, and, and memorize, memorize, I mean, that's, I mean, it's not for everybody, but if you know, memorize your stuff, memorize your stuff and you don't have to worry. All you get to do is just, you don't have to grab lines out of your head. And, and if you're comfortable enough to be able to be, in the moment, I mean, it won't look like you're grabbing lines because right? they'll just be there. And then you can do other things. You can walk. You can talk. You can jump on one foot, two feet. You can get on the, you can stand on your head. Show me how to, I want to see somebody try to do that while they're trying to remember their lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And and especially in soap operas, you you don't get 22 mm-hmm. takes. So, you know, you have to. No, we get one take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. one take. I mean, unless you completely just butcher it. But um, and the other thing was, I guess for that, so that was just for overall. But I mean, uh, in in the hardest thing I've ever done is soap operas. That is for mm-hmm. sure. And the one thing I remember that I, the one thing that always sticks with me, I, I was working a lot on days right when I first started. I remember Peter Reckle came up to me and he's like, "Don't sit there and attack one script at a time." Blah blah blah. It's like you know when you're sitting around and you're just doing nothing. Don't think, you know? He goes, "Just just read it." Read it. Familiarize yourself with it. He goes, it'll stick in that brain. He goes, if you've got five scripts, he goes, don't not look at the other four. He goes, work on one. He goes, but then, you know, he'll read these other four. Read them. And he goes, just read them once. It's like, you know, if you're just sitting there. You're sitting there watching TV or you're, you know, waiting for a show to come on. He goes, just pick up one of those scripts and read it. And he goes, and then when it comes time to actually work for it, and work, at, you know, work on it, and you've got to shoot it the next day, He's like, it'll all, it, a lot of it will be absorbed in your head, and you won't have to worry about, oh, my, oh my God, oh, my God, i got to memorize all this. Right. Oh, when did I, yeah. I didn't even know this happened in this script? I totally forgot about this script. And so that was one of the things that helps me when I sit there and I look at, like, a stack of six scripts that I have to shoot in a, day, in a week, and I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> put one aside, and then put, that's, your, that's, your, that's your main focus, and then take the other, like, five or six, and I would just pick them up and read them. Read one. And then set it down, go whatever, go get some food, whatever, you know, and then read the other one and just read them through. And you'll also get like a sort of a story arc when you read right, all of them. Yeah. Go, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then it'll stick in your head and you'll go, okay, so yeah. So I go from here to here. And in that script, I go here to that place and I talk to that person and it kind of looks like a big movie in your brain and you just got to attack mm-hmm. it in sections. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense though. I mean, 
that's probably one of the best ways you can do it, especially because you guys have so many lines and so many pages of scripts. Even if you're only on there for 10 minutes or something, you know, for the whole week, you still have a lot to learn. So I think that's that's a great piece of advice right there that you got. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Peter Reckle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm done with my question. Next up, we have Willie. Willie. Yes. Hi, Brandon. Hey there. How are you? I'm doing good. Okay. Um, I wanted to say that how much I adore you, not only on dates, but um, also on Lifetime. So I wanted to put that out before I ask my two questions. <laughs> okay. Thank if you. Thank you very you much. If you were not an actor, what would you be? Uh, independently wealthy. I'm on a- <laughs> Independently wealthy. I mean, okay. you know, and then I could okay. do anything. Then I could do a lot of other things. I actually don't know what I would want to be. I don't think that there's anything that, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think that that's one of the things. One of the reasons why I'm still here is because yeah. I never really put that other B option in my brain, and that's my actually my biggest fear. That's not that that you know you know back you know that little the backup plan that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just put my focus on staying working as much as I can and trying to do better work and um, and be happy while I'm doing it. And, and you know so you know the little thing creeps up sometimes when you're in between like shows and you're going, oh no oh no 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 don't don't go there Brandon no 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 you got to keep going this is normal and so. You know, got to keep going. Yeah, that's that's true. Okay, if you had the opportunity to direct the TV TV shows, which two prime time shows would you choose? Prime time shows? Yeah, if you to were direct like, them? If you were chance to direct yeah. any two TV shows on prime time, which two would yeah would you want to do? Um, I mean. I mean, I love Succession. Uh, succession is great. I oh, love yeah. Succession. Okay, I love yeah. Succession because Succession's got such great dialogue. I mean, and mm. you know, it's just the dialogue just works for itself, and the actors are so great. And it's just—I uh, mean, it's hard to—I mean, it's, it's, you can't beat that. Um, and number two, I, I've been watching Animal Kingdom right now, um, so yes. that's—I think yes. that's. That's such a good show, and I'm, it's the last season, and there's only like two episodes left, and I'm, that's uh, so sad. But I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I like, yes. I like that whole thing. I'm rooting for these criminals, and you know, rooting for their lives, <laughs> and they, they kind of won you over a little bit, and their struggles. But you know, and I'm, you know, but I, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you guys, you guys got to have like millions of dollars by now. Why can't you just quit? But that wouldn't yeah. be a fun show. Yeah. So all of a sudden, they're like talking <laughs> yeah. about money, yeah. money we got each, and they're like in the amount, and I'm like, oh, God, you can't live off of that. I was like, whoa, but hey, I've been following you guys' careers, you know, had the, the, the characters' careers, and I'm like, you guys have been yeah. you guys have been done with your money then. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was, you know, I, I don't know. I just, that's just off the top of my head. Those are two shows that I'm like, you know, I, I enjoy. Cool. I mean, there's a lot of other shows in the past, but sort of genre-wise, those would be, I guess, sort of my two shows. All right. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, the season finale will be this coming Sunday, so you'll want to check on that on TNT. Um, thank you so yeah, much for I got, answering I my question. I still have that one last episode. Yeah, thanks so much, Brandon. <laughs> thanks, Willie. 
All right, next up is David. Hey, Brandon. Hello, David. It's a pleasure to hey, it's a pleasure to uh, speak with you tonight. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My question is, I am very much into this soaps. So, what were your first impressions when you joined Days of Our Lives? First impression was, holy cow, this is a lot of dialogue. I was like, <laughs> I, think, I think that I had, I mean, they, they came off of, they were coming off of a two-week break, and I didn't know what was, I didn't know, I mean, I knew the storyline and stuff because it gave me the news, but I think I, saw, I think I had like 15 episodes um, come at me during that two-week break, and it just kept piling up, and it just kept piling up, and I was like, Oh my God! Oh my God! And then, like you know, when Sean found out that Claire was his and that Mimi was, you know, lying, you know, you know the Mimi was keeping it from him. Mimi and Bonnie were, and, and I was just like, Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And then I just remember I had my neighbor that really, really helped me, and um, she would just next door. She was she was an actress as well, and she was like, or she was trying to be an actress. She's like, We can do this. We can do this. And I'm like, No, I don't think I can. I can't do this. She's like, No, I'm gonna, I'm going to help you. And so we would sit there and we would read lines. And I remember sometimes my brain, I was like, I mean, it was just like throbbing, like a different sort of a pain that you would ever have as opposed to like a headache. It was just this weird thing. And sometimes you'd even get like sort of lightheaded and you can't, and I was like, I I can't remember anything. I can't remember more. I can't, I'm starting to remember less as the, uh, I'm I'm forgetting the stuff after that I already learned it. And then I realized that that's okay. Because when you sleep on it the next day, you're like, oh, there it is. But, um, man, <laughs> it was a lot. And I'd say that the other thing was, you know, when I first got on days, it was like a family sort of aspect of it. The people that have been there for so many decades and years, and they just, like, they, you know, they took me in, and they were, you know, and it was great to be playing a role. And I didn't realize the difference between playing a role on Bold and the Beautiful and Days of Our Lives until I switched to Bold and the Beautiful. It was like, I remember going, oh, you know, after days after I ended up leaving there, um, I was like, I want to go and play a character that's not related to anybody, so I don't have to worry about being paired with, you know, I can't be paired with that person because I'm related to everybody. And, um, you know, and there was something that, and then I was like, and then I went and did it, and I was like, this is fun. Wait, this is is fun. But then I start to realize, you know, that the characters that play your family members and the, the relationship you have as a character it sort of gives you that bond. It's like a weird sort of like pseudo mom and dad and, you know, and a sister. And then you start to you become friends with Anchor. her. But then on top of that, mm-hmm. and then on top of that you, you care about her and you have these moments and you share these moments of dialogue and scenes where you're, you know, where you just, you know, you, you, you can trick your brain into like really feeling like this is your mom. And especially when it's somebody like Christian or Peter that really like, you know, come and they teach you, they, they talk to you like they are. Your mom's like, hey, you, how you doing? Come here, come to my, come, come to my dressing room. I'm like, yeah, what's up? She's like, so tell me, tell me what's going on. Tell me about your love life. Any girlfriends you're dating, you have right now? No. Okay, so what's going on with this? What's going on with that? And I was like, no, it's like a little, like, mom thing. And I was like, yeah. you know, so that was a lot of fun. And then when I went to Bold and Beautiful, I didn't have that. I just had, you know, I just basically mm-hmm. had, like, everybody that I was friends with and, you know, and the, the characters, you know, the closest I got to was where I was uh, Leslie and Down. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, and she and I just like in real life and friends and everything, she's just, we just click really well. And she's just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful woman. Well, that, that's great to hear because 
that sort of segues into my second question for you. I know that. That's why. Which I'm, is that's why I was bringing it up. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> sure. I enjoy. I really enjoy a, a good love story, and the one that brought me to tears. And everyone teaches me here that I'm a crier. Um, is the one between Jackie Owen and Bridget. Yeah. That yeah. I think that I think that may I think that puts you right in the leading man role right there because you were I thought you were awesome. So um my guess is how did Leslie and Ashley up your game as a leading man? I mean I don't think I've ever had anybody uh, more than Leslie Ann down sort of up my game because that she was just such a she's just so good at what she does and she's so convincing and but she's also got so much she's got so much just information and she's not one of those people that's shy about saying dude listen to me you need to do this here. do this here do that there, uh, you know, and then or try this. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no, no. So and then I'll have, I'll have a problem with the scene, and I say something to her, and, you know, it's like she's not one of those people that kind of goes, oh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe you could try it like this, but I don't know. I'm working on my stuff right now, so I'm, I will just shut up and say your dialogue. She was really invested in, in, in both of us um, doing well, and she, in the scene, she was so, like, in the moment, there are things, there are times, I always say this, it's just a funny thing, because, like, when, we're, when the camera's not rolling, she treats me like I'm her son, because I'm basically, the, like, almost the same age as her first son, Jack, and, um, and, uh, and so she's, like, t- talks to me about him, and she's like, oh, dude, you're just so young, and, oh, God, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, and I'm like, oh, God, I was like, I feel like, I feel like you're my mom, and then, we get into the character, and I remember once they yell action, that Jackie M comes out, and it, and then Leslie, Leslie, it's just the core of Leslie is there, but the Jackie M turns on, and all of a sudden you get taken away with the scene, you get swept away into that scene with her, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was like, she's in love with me, wow, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they yell cut, and they yell cut, and they, go, they go cut, and then all of a sudden. She's like, Makeup, makeup, dude. Your 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 facial hair is making my lips red. And what is it? My face red. I'm like, sorry. Oh, come on, don't don't do this. Or blah, blah. No. And I was like, oh God, sorry. Now we're back to Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm mean, watching the Christmas tree as the lights go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That triangle, and I, I mean, work. And, and Ashley Jones, I mean, she's just like. Such a great actress, and she's just, she was just so easy to work with as well. That whole triangle was great. I mean, I found myself one time, um, I can't remember, because somebody asked me a question about something, and I, don't, I couldn't remember it. And I went back, and I went to YouTube when I was on the TV, and I had it on my, on my TV and not on my phone. And I went back, and I Googled. I went back to Jackie uh, Owen and Jackie and Bridget. I sat there for like an hour and a half watching just all of our just stuff over and over and over again, and I was like, holy cow. I was like, we were all really good. I was like, I was, wow, that's a, look at you. I was like, Owen is a, is a, you know, that was, it was just really, it was fun to watch that kind of stuff. And uh, I think I even told my best friend, Brianne, I was like, Brianne, come here, watch this. She's like, yeah, oh my gosh, you're great. You're still great, but still, she's like, that's, you guys were great together. And so, 
So that's all. That was all. That was nice. That was good. So yeah, it's definitely that is uh, one of the really cool uh, storylines and uh, pairings that I've had. It was wonderful to watch. Yeah, Thank you, Brandy, we were... so much. I was like, I. It was just funny because I didn't think anything. I. I it was a weird thing. They're like, oh, we're gonna do a cougar storyline. I was like, cool. With who? And they're like, Jack. I let's stand down. I was like. Oh, I think I met her like twice or something, and we first had our first stuff. And she's like, "Hey, dude," I, and I'm like, "I was like, I don't think I met you. I was like, I met you maybe." And she's like, "Oh, I don't know." She's like, then she even said to me, "She goes." And then when we started working together, she goes, "Oh, this is only gonna last like two or three months." She goes, "And then we're gonna be off to the next one." And uh, next thing you know, two years or right, a little yeah, bit more, two years, yeah. And then you know, Brad Bell said to me, he was like, "I just love how you just." so so sincere how much you love Jackie and and you just look at her and you don't see age you just see her as Jackie Maroney your wife the woman that you love and I was like well she makes it easy so yeah <laughs> yeah that's gracious yeah that's wonderful I mean you know we all fell in love with with Jackie and Owen there's just no doubt about it of course you know hearts were torn with with uh, Ashley and that but it was a love story, that's for sure. Well, thank yeah, you, David. True. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Right. Thank you. That, that was a fun little reminisce right there. <laughs> uh, up next is Candace. Hey, hey. Hello, Candace. How you doing? Hey. Hey, good. How you doing? I just, okay, real quick, side note, I just want to tell the world that I was a Jackie Owen fan. Um, thank you very much. And, Okay. I'm glad I had that, that <laughs> whole therapy session right there. Like, I feel good. Now I feel good. I feel okay about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Yeah. Okay, so I have two questions here, and it's regarding not Days of Bold, but the Bay, which I'm a huge yeah. fan of. Everybody should know this. Okay, you're a producer on the show. So how did you get uh-huh. involved with the Bay family? And second question is, what have you learned from being a producer would you like to do more as a producer in the future on other projects? Okay, that was like three. <laughs> <laughs> um, we forgive you, I, Candace. I know Gregory. <laughs> I'll go first. How did I get involved with the Bay? Um, I mean, I've known Gregory Martin and uh, I've known and Christos you know, just through the scene, you know, through you know for years, and um, you know, and so uh, and then my ex, she did she did a movie with Gregory and. So I met him years and years ago, and um, and I guess it's just like one of those things where your name—it's like you know, if you if you're if you're if you're the, the Bay type, I think that if you know, name's going to come up at some point with Gregory as he's you know you know masterminding his uh, his storyline and trying to figure out pairings and all that kind of stuff, and then um, and we'd see each other at events and stuff. But then I remember I think he spoke to ask somebody. Uh, about me and they reached out to me and said, Hey, Gregory's wanting to reach out to you about, you know, about doing the, or maybe, no, I think it was, I think it was Jade that asked Jade reached out to me because I knew her and, and I was like, what's the role? And they're like, Oh, it's just for a day or two days for or, you know, a day or episode or two episodes, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I was like, let me know if you guys got something meatier and I would do, I'll do it if it's something meatier. And then, um, I don't know, like a little while later, next thing you know, it was, uh, we have something meteor and, um, we want you to play, you know, Ron Moss's son. And I was like, Oh, okay. Hold on. Now we'll talk because yeah. they were doing, you know, flashbacks of, you know, um, uh, the flashbacks of Blackwell and stuff. And so 
And they were like, okay, you know, you could play Ron Moss's son. And a lot of people would say that when I was on Bold and Beautiful. You know, you could play Ron Moss's son. I was like, I know, I should have played it. I think it was named yeah. Thomas. Um, and uh, they were like, you should have played that. You should have been playing that. And I was like, I, hey, I don't know. I was like, you know, I've I got this role. Um, and so I didn't think they gave it to Adam Gregory after Drew Tyler mm-hmm. Bell. Is that, I think that's if I'm remembering correctly. Right. Um, and right. So then, yeah. yeah. So then it yep. was sort of off the races, and they were like, you know, obviously Blackwell runs the show, and then you've got he's got his two sons, and and I was like, all right, now we're talking. Now we're talking like you know legacy characters and more fun and more you know more relationships and stuff like that. And then um, the producer question. Um, yeah, I guess I just I became a producer because. I just, you know, I, I care about everybody on the show. They're all great people. And I seem to, I've been in Los Angeles for like, you know, 22 years. And I just seem to know a lot of people and things and, you know, this right. and that and how to get things and how to do this and how to do that. And so the next thing you know, Gregory was like, hey, man, we're trying to figure this out. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I can figure that out. I can fix it. I can do that for you. And then it's, hey, we're trying to get a hold of this actress and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I, I'll get a hold of her. I'll get her for you. And I'll talk her into doing the show. And next thing you know, I'm doing that. You know, just like sort of, you know, finding things and and that I need to that need to be done. And then Gregory's like, "Dude, you're like you're producing the show right now." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Dude, you you, you hooked up this 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 and this." He's like, "You're you're you're here. You're coming to set when when you're not when you're not even working." He's like, "You're sitting behind the camera with me." He's like, "Dude, it's great to have a second set of eyes that's gonna that have good taste." And he's like, "You're giving me little you know you're showing me things and giving me ideas." And I was like, oh, crap. He's like, dude, you, we're, I'm, you're going to be a producer on this right now and for this season. And then, um, so then I did it. And, um, and then, um, yeah, then I ended up winning a daytime Emmy for it. So thank you, Gregory. And um, so, yeah, yeah, that was fun. And then he was asking if I wanted to do more. But then it's just hard to when, uh, you know, when you're working on days because it's just, it's, you know, it is, you can't, there's nothing like concrete availability. I'm like, Dude, I can't. I'm not available all week. That next week, bro, we need you to do this and do that. I'm like, I can't, Gregory. I can't be a producer right now. I I can't do that for the season because I'm like, dude, I'm in the middle of a storyline. I've got stuff going on. And he's like, okay, okay. I was like, I would do it, but I mean, I'm not going to sacrifice my 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 number one job, and uh, you know, to to run around and try to make sure that this stuff happens and find locations and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, so that's kind of how it uh, how how that went. But it was fun, fun to do it for a little bit. Yeah. And experience too gives you experience in case right. where yeah. you want to go. Yeah, for sure. It's so funny, and I'm actually going to uh, Christos's birthday dinner uh, tonight at seven, seven o'clock. So. <laughs> that is his birthday today. <laughs> yeah, it's his birthday and Christian LeBlanc's birthday too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, and somebody else's. I oh, Cameron Matheson. Cameron Matheson's. Yeah, birthday. Cameron. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Geez, I'm sure we could pull up like five more in the daytime world. I go on every single day to try to find whose birthday it is in daytime. And I post it on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook and that. So there's usually more than one. And at some points there's like five or six yeah. of them that I post at a time. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah, she's, she's good at that. She's good at that. I'm good at like maybe like anniversaries of storylines and yeah, and everything else. For some reason, I just I, it's it's weird. I guess because as a teacher, you you have that brain, you know, like absorb every single information. And be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm the daily reminder, even though I have a planner. 
but I have a daily reminder in my head. So. Oh, honey, you're the storyline archivist too, though. You know, yeah. you mentioned three things, and you will pull up the storyline, when it happened, what year it was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Candace, was that that was the end of your questions, right? That was it because, like I said, I love the Bay. I've been there from the beginning. Yeah, me so too. Now. Me so. too. Well, thank you. Thank you for watching the Bay. Thank you for watching the Bay, too. (laughs) Love the Bay. Last but not least, we have Anthony. Hey, hey. Um, So, you know, full disclosure, I have been watching soap opera since I'm three years old. Uh, I was definitely a Jackie Owen fan, um, and I am a huge fan of the Bay. So thank you, Candace, for asking my question. I ask the more fanny kind of questions usually, so that's why they always put me last. Um, my yeah. question, I have two questions for you. My first question for you is, you know, you've been in the genre for a really long time and on and off, you've done a lot of other amazing projects, of course, and David mentioned Lifetime, but, you know, Soap Opera is like a master class. So if you could just shout out a few of the folks that you really learned from when you first stepped in, and if there are any from Bold that upped your game after being away for a while, shout them out too. Hmm. Um, so in 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 the soap opera genre, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it would definitely. You already mentioned, but I think it's pretty much. It'd be Peter and Christian for sure. Christian is just just wants to run lines and run lines and run lines and run lines. Because I just want to be da 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 da. She's always available. Run lines, run lines, run lines. And so I mean, you know, and she's just you know, and I think what ups your game also is like having that relationship with the person on and off, on screen and off screen. Um, you know, so Christian and say Peter. Um, even like Martha Madison, I mean, I've worked with her so much that it's just like, you know, it's just, you know, we, we, we work well together and it's, uh, and she's just, uh, she's just, she's really, she's just great at what she does too. I mean, the girl could just like all of a sudden just drop the tears. And I mean, we have a lot of great actresses on the show, even Nadia. I remember I was working with her and she didn't even know what the whole entire the two scenes were about on something. She's like, I don't know what this is and blah, blah, how I'm, what's going on and why I'm doing this. And the next thing you know, she just turned it on, and I was like, "I was like, you, do, 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 you, you just, you just turned that scene into something great." And she's like, "Really? I think so." I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, I, "That wasn't our rehearsal. That wasn't even close to our rehearsal. That's, you just turned the whole entire scene down a different direction." Um, you know, and so I'd say, "Bold and Beautiful" is just like a definitely a left thing and down without a doubt. Um, and uh, you know, it's like you know Leslie and even like yeah, and Ashley Jones because she's just she's just a hard worker as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'd probably say it's those people that you know. I was just trying to add some people that were, that are in there, um, but uh, yeah, I'd say that those ones have been really, yeah, uh, influential in my uh, my sort of craft and and also you know work ethic and all that because they were willing to put in as much as I'm willing to put in and, and even more, so it raises me up. Nice. My my second question for you is is um, multifaceted. You know, again, you've been in the business for quite some time. You've built a fan base. Some of them followed you to Bold. Some of them followed you to the Bay. But, you know, when in both instances, when you left Days and when you left Bold, there was a huge fan outcry. So what do the fans mean to you? And, you know, with the longevity of your career and knowing 
that these people are waiting for you. You know, if you if they weren't announced, you know, hey, he's going to take a three month exit from bold from uh, days, but he's going to go to bold for three months, it would raise such a cheer out there. So, what do your fans mean to you? And when you first realized how big it meant to people, and that you were part of people's daily lives, what did that feel like? I mean, the fans are everything. That is for sure, and it's like. And, 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 you know, and I guess, you know, and them knowing that uh, me learning how important, I guess, that I am to them, it makes me really like, that makes, I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, because I do fan events, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, you've been requested. You're like one of the, first, the second person that got requested out of uh, like eight people. I was like, really? They're like, yeah, they're like, they, they, they want you to come. I was like, what? Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm doing one, a fan event on Saturday um, here in Los Angeles. And um, it's just like, well, and then you get to go and you get to meet all the fans and you get to talk to them. And, and then, you know, they talk about, they, just, they know your character just as well, if not better than you and the storylines. And, and then I love it when you talk to people that are sitting there with like, you'll see like a mother with her daughter and then with her daughter. And they're all, we all watch it you know, at a fan event. And they're like, we all watch the show together every day, five days a week, or we tape it and we watch like two episodes in a day or something. And uh, that's our, like, our time. It's our time that we get to have together. And I'm just like, oh, my God, mm. it's great. Like, it's just great to see how, uh, you know, these types of shows, you know, on five days a week, how they affect people and they bring people together and how passionate they are with the storylines and how passionate they are about the actors as well. And so I think that right there just sort of, like, it makes, puts us in a really humble sort of place. And we're just like, oh, my gosh, this is like, this is like you know, it's a, such a, it's a beautiful thing and it's a really sweet thing. And, um, you know, it's like, and then especially when you end up, you, you see the same fans out that have followed you from the beginning and they still come to see you and they're so loyal. And I, I, you know, sometimes I'll go do events because I just know that certain fans are going to be there. And I'm like, I just, I want to go, I want to see them. I want to go hang out with them and, you know, and put a smile on their face. And like, they've had, they probably have a hundred pictures of me signed, but I'm like, you know what, who cares? Let's go. And so, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It adds a lot of pleasure to, to, to what I do. So it's really nice, especially considering the show. I mean, the show's been on for, what, 57 years, 56, 57, or whatever, 57 years. Like, these people have been watching, some people have been watching for decades or the beginning. You know, there's not shows out there that are, like, that are out there that are like that, that, um, that have carried on for so long in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's well, awesome. I would I say actually... collected our our group here collectively have been watching all the soaps since the dawn of time. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, just about. We're yeah. just happy that we get to still watch them, and yes, it does follow through from uh, mother to daughter, but also to mother to sons or grandma to sons and daughters mm-hmm. and yeah. aunts, and you know, it, it's it's really family oriented and and it keeps it in the family and it goes down generation to generation. And I think that's how the soaps stay on, on TV for so long. And it doesn't matter how many autographed pictures we have either. I'll tell you that right there. I agree. (laughs) Sometimes I'm just like, that was such a beautiful answer, Brandon. Thank you so much for sharing time with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, that's an end for our interview. I hope we weren't too bad. And, no, uh, you're great. All of you are great. Are you kidding? Thank oh. you. Thank you. Can you share with our listeners where they can find you on social media, please? Uh, yeah, on Instagram, just uh, Brandon Beamer, B R A N D O N B E E 
M E R or uh, Twitter, the exact same thing. I'm uh, I got I got just my name on both of them. So come and find me, and I'll try to show you some fun pictures and repost some cool stuff on Twitter. And I love awesome. your little dog. Your dog is adorable. He's laying on my lap right now, asleep. He just Aww. got back from getting. Aww. He got back from the spa. Like a little hike this morning, and he was he was warm, and I was pouring water on him, and then he's laying in the dirt, and and then dirt turned to mud, and yeah. so now he's just he's he's like this he's the sweetest thing in the world. I like I don't even know how lucky I, I how I got so lucky to have him. He's just uh-huh. like soft and smells good, and he's literally just laying with his head sleeping on my lap right now. And they don't ask for much. All they want is love and no. to be fed. So. They actually have fan. He's got a fan, too. I mean, I've got some people that are coming to the fan event on Saturday. They're in town. I think, they, yeah, they're in town now. And they were like, they were messaging me on Instagram. They're like, is there any way that we can meet up with you somewhere? We'll come anywhere just so we can meet Jimmy and get pictures with Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> just, Jimmy's the dog. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's so great. I was like, I'm trying to figure out how to do it, but um, it's uh, I got, I have a busy Friday, so I got, I got stuff I got to get done. Um, but I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna message them after I get off the phone with you. I, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna do it after I get off the phone with you, um, and see if I can try to make it work. But yeah, it's just cute how everybody loves Jimmy. It's turned into Brimmy, Brandon and Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was the, that was the, that was the couple you were looking for. <laughs> you knew that was coming if we're going for the show fans. All right. Well, yeah. anyways, have a good time tonight. Wish them all happy birthday from us at Take Two Radio. We love you all, and we will follow you, you wherever you go. Have a yeah, good awesome. night. We'll Thank you so much. All right. Thank Take you. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well. Um, I can't Pet say enough. In the back. I can't say enough about guests that we have on the show. That they, first of all, they're so generous with their time. They don't have to come on here and talk to us crazy fans, <laughs> but they do, and we're very appreciative of that. Um, and they're they're just so genuine. I mean, you can tell, you know. Yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts and, and, you know, in my, you know, professional life, I also do a lot of interviews. Our guests give us the raw themselves. It's the chemistry. It has to be the chemistry that we all exude together. They let go and they're just regular people with us. And that's great. And, you know, if we were to do a Miss Miss slash Mr. Congeniality Award, Brendan would definitely be in the top, you know, three contenders. It, he was so honest and, and down to earth with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't think I've ever talked to anybody that I didn't think was down to earth, though. I mean, between doing this show and the shows I did with Don, you know, everybody's always so nice. And there's there's some actors that you really 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 are a fan of and never thought you'd be able to talk to and you get so nervous right before you go on talking to them but once they start it's just like you're on the phone talking to one of your friends you know or or co-worker or whatever you know what I mean and you just Mm -hmm. relax and you go with the flow and it's it's just wonderful that they they make you feel like that because it could be you know different you know 
we've had so many of those moments, but when you were saying that, I thought back to Rio Andrews, I thought back to, you know, quite a few of them, but also, you know, Laura and, you know, yeah. we thought to ourselves, we have a very tight time frame. She's got to be off in a half hour, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then she started talking and laughing and got real yeah. and got really, yeah. really real with us. And it was like 48 minutes worth of an interview. She, I, I don't think she even once looked at the, at the clock or watched. When, I remember her perfectly when you were like, okay, that was, that was the end or however you had said it. And she was like, oh, we're done? It was like she was having so much fun too, and yeah, yeah. It's just an amazing. It's an amazing experience to be here on Take Two Radio. Absolutely, and and I'm not saying mm-hmm. that because of me. I'm saying because of all of us. You know, and we all make this happen. So uh, I love it. I love you guys. And um, let's move on to. I guess since we were talking to Brandon. Let's start with oh, Dave, wait, can that's I, his reason. Wait, hot miss, Pam. Why? Um, I I thought maybe um, Candace, are you there yet? I'm here. Candace. Oh, I I'm thought here. maybe we would give Candace a minute to say something in regards to a missing icon in the daytime world. Oh, yeah, I was going to mention that, too. I forgot. I'm glad you reminded me because, yeah, he's important. I mean, you guys, I I was going to say you guys can go ahead because I'm still not 100 with that yet. Um, Because I didn't know I was going to be the one to say it. Um, So, Pam, if you want to say it, Um, you can. Well, I was... I was just going to mention, I mean, I think there's a lot of people, a lot of fans out there of Nelson Bronco. Um, He was an icon in the entertainment industry in a different way. as like a journalist and and people that used to interview people and walk on the red carpet, a big, huge part of daytime TV um, with the soaps and that. Um, Always fun. I, I mean, you, how do you describe Bronco, uh, Elton Nelson? You know, just down to earth and real. He said what he felt and he, you know, he meant it. And he didn't care. Whether you agreed or not. Yeah. So um, he was there for me at a certain time that um, I was going through something and Mm-hmm. If any of you have been around for a long time, you'll probably understand what I'm talking about, but I don't want to go into detail about it. But just let's right. say I'm very, very, very grateful that he w- he had my back, you know, um, and I have, I've always enjoyed speaking with him on Twitter and uh, what, listening to him and reading his stuff uh, when he wrote about the soaps and things like that. I mean, yeah. Just, just a, a yeah. wonderful guy, and unfortunately, he has passed. If you haven't figured that out, and I'm not sure exactly what happened, but it's extremely sad. And we pray for his family and um, for peace and strength. And um, that's it. I mean, I really don't know what to say. We're gonna miss you, Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I can uh, for a moment. Yeah. When I, I, you know, I was with the Associated Press for 10 years and, and I <laughs> it ran into, interviewed, hang out with 
um, Nelson quite early on, and he was so alive. Mm-hmm. It was just like you know when they say that people like you know there's electric electricity coming off of someone. Yeah, you know there's very few people that that actually you get that feeling from. But he was one of those people. His brain, his aura, everything was just always in motion, always moving, always figuring something out, going to the next thought, the next. Um, and he will so be missed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let <clears throat> me get myself ready for this. Um, I knew Nelson, obviously, like, you know, through the soap community and everything, but we really didn't connect until maybe see, about four or five years ago, like on social media. And he always picked on me because he was like, why are you so cute, and why do you know so much about soap that I'm a little jealous? And we would always have this banner. If anybody follows me and you know, Nelson, we always would say that we were, we were husband and wife. I think I was the second wife, and he was my fourth husband. I'm not too sure where we ranked that. But, you know, we always respect each other, and he was so supportive of me when I was going through some stuff too and also with Forever in a Day he was a huge supporter of that um, and needless to say that I'm still I'm still in shock um, because literally the last time we spoke was August 3rd which wasn't that long ago I mean it was like a couple of days ago but it wasn't that long ago and anybody who's been, whenever I have a Twitter space, he would pop up. Wouldn't yeah. say much because he was always, you know, he let me have my moment. But he would message me and he was like, oh, this is a good topic. Well, maybe we should talk about pizza. Like, really? Like, who talks about pizza doing, doing the soaps? But then I got the joke. It's just, it's, it's such a, um, it's a, it's a huge loss considering yeah. Yeah. prior to that, we had Ann Hayes, we had Robin. Um, then we had Michael Mm -hmm. Malone passed away and then we had Nelson and, you know, Nelson was trending the night of, you know, when everybody found out about his passing and many people like myself was like, oh, now he's trending on Twitter. Like, okay, if he was still with, oh, you know, Nelson would love it. He would have took a snapshot of every time he saw trending. Nelson brought Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's just a really, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge loss <clears throat> in the soap community because I saw people like Kim Zimmer and everybody, you know, Nancy and everybody, you know, Michael yep. um, Maloney, yes. you know, not Michael Maloney, but Michael Mooney, he, he posted, you yeah. know, people knew him. And like, and like you said, not everybody agreed with him and vice versa, right. but the thing is he respected this, this genre. He wanted nothing but the best for the genre. And it's just for for his family, my condolences to his, to his close friends, his online family and everything. He is going to be missed. And I said this on, on, on the other day, and I said, damn, this does not feel right at all. This feels weird. And, Nelson, I know you're laughing when I said it, but it feels weird that you're not here to talk about the toe. <laughs> oh, he'd go nuts. He would. He would be like, "Really? The toe? Like 
the toe, the stuff with DH days, younger, younger, well, younger muscles. He would he would be talking about all of that. He would, and we're not gonna have that anymore. So. No. Yeah. But he wouldn't want us you to will. do that. I know this for a fact. He would want us to be cracking jokes and laughing and not, you know, crying or anything and, mm. you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, Nelson, this I, what I say next probably be something that you would say, but whichever still we go to is something you probably would say or, or think. <laughs> and I'm going to say there's a legion of us that will hope that you will pop out of your cryogenic bank and – Surprise mm-hmm. the hell out of all of us. Hey, right. yeah, we need to get in touch with Dr. Ralph. Yep. I said the same thing. I said, watch, since he's trending, watch him say, I gotcha. And like, I'm like, ah. <laughs> and he was like, well, it works on days. It can work on, I'm like, oh, God. Um, and he I'm loved his days. Nelson as well. Um, he was also a bestie of mine. And like all of you, he was there during a uh, hard time for me as well. But he will be missed, and I'm glad that trending on Twitter the way that he deserves. Absolutely. Well, we'll all we'll, right. I gotta take. We'll uh, we'll keep you alive, Nelson. All right. So. Absolutely. I gotta say, take we'll, a take two radio um, point of privilege here. Um, we've been we've been speaking about secret castings and surprise moments, et cetera, et cetera. I think um, it's going to be absolutely no surprise when the official announcement that Rena Sofa is returning for a short storyline arc to General Hospital comes out. Um, and I was I was promised by my friend in the business that I would be able to break it tonight, but it broke earlier this week. I was oh, disheartened. But then another little gem fell into my lap. So I am very, very pleased to Wait, say. Wait, back up. They, no, I'm not letting you go any further. I did not hear about Rena Sofer um, going no, back that, to. It's just, no, it's, it's just he was hoping. Oh, he yeah. hasn't heard hoping, anything yet. I'm, I'm hoping oh, on yeah. the Rena Sofer thing. Um, but, oh, okay. but there were two casting yeah. things this week that I had privy to, Holly and, and – um, Oh, David, I'm blanking. What was the other one? Um, JC. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I had privy to both of – no, no, JC I'm about to say now. Holly, you know, Holly, yes. um, Emma Sams. Yeah. All right. Emma so, Sams. Yes, so I had privy to that. They said it wasn't going to be announced, and I was going to drop it tonight, and it was going to be officially announced tomorrow, but it got leaked on month, uh, Tuesday. But I have the other one for you that just fell into my lap, and I got so excited. JC, Get excited, guys. Um, I'm just going to give Candace one shot. JC, anyone come to mind, sweetie? Jason Cook. No, I wish. No. Female. I'll give you one more. Female. Fe- oh, female. Jessica um, Collins. Jessica Collins. Yeah, yeah. I'll go, I said girl. it first. She said, yeah. she said, she said <laughs> me. She said me. <laughs> yeah. A little bird. Go ahead, Anthony. My- this is, you're going to love this, guys. A little birdie whispered in my ear that Jessica Collins just signed a deal with the bold and the beautiful with a first extension, a three-month extension at The Young and the Restless, where her character will then be transitioning to the bold and the beautiful. Ouch! 
Well, good, because I liked her. But what are they going to do with her? She's going to be, is she going to be Avery on Bold? She's going to be Avery out on Bold. Mm-hmm. So I okay. just have one thing to say to that. I don't know exactly what they're going to do with her, but <clears throat> she's great. Thomas? But if Thomas compared But if me? they do not Carter. have her be the vehicle that Carter, Phyllis yeah. and certain other folks up in, you know, Genoa City find out that Sheila's alive and well and still killing, then I'm going to be really, really pissed off. But I am so looking forward to the reunion with her and Phyllis and, and whatever this three-month arc that's going to bring her over to Bold and the Beautiful, yes, I am so in. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I have always liked her. And, uh, I mean, towards the end, you have to admit, her character kind of got boring because they didn't give her anything good. They didn't know what to do with her. Right, right. Right. We knew what to do with her, but they didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, she kind of got boring. Hey, hey, Anthony, Anthony, you forgot one other casting news. Did I? Oh, that casting news. Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead, girl. Okay, so on this so on this uh, show called Forever in a Day, I don't know if you guys heard about this show. Yeah, it's I, good I love what it. I've been told. Yo, don't, thank you. I you know I haven't checked it out. I need to. I need to. I, I know. Anyway, they just revealed some casting news last night that mm-hmm. daytime starlet who has been on a show called Passions. All my children, and she's mostly known from Gone Light as uh, yep. uh, Jilly. Jilly. Jilly Grant. Amelia Marshall. Oh. Miss Amelia Marshall is joining the cast. You're welcome, America. Wow! Congratulations. Awesome! Congratulations. Also, I want to throw out too that, and Anthony knows a little bit about this. Um, the LGBTQIA. Um, drama podcast that I do with um, for Cassie is really good. It's on Spotify. Uh, Anthony played the mayor on the first season, so the second season he's going to play a very mistress character, so that's going to be so much fun. Uh, that'll premiere Ooh. next week, so thank you so much, Anthony, for being a part of it. And again, Send me my lines. Uh, David, <laughs> get ready, David, because you're next. <laughs> oh, remember, that's Spotify. It's called Arizona Heat. Check it out. Um, and I appreciate everybody listening in. Thank you. All right, Pam, what soap do you want to go to first? Uh, you know what? Let's go with bold since we just were talking about it. Um, did anybody see today's? I did. I only saw I half didn't, of but it. but you can spoil her. Okay, I only saw half, but the half that I saw, I was like, oh, yay, the perfect portrait. Donna, they were all together at at Eric's house, and Donna said that, you know, she put up a portrait. She said, it's about time we put this up, and it's a long time coming, blah, 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 blah. And I thought she was putting Stephanie back up there. And she pulled the drape down, and it was a portrait of Eric. And you thought, and I bet everyone thought it was going to be a portrait of Donna. Of Donna, yeah. I, yeah. I think they did, but you know what? This was a long time coming, and I'm yeah. so glad Eric's portrait is up there. It Me should have been up there when Stephanie died. Yes. Like, yes. 
Yeah, I was just jumping for joy. I was like, it's about time. Bring it on. And he looks so handsome in the picture, in the portrait. So, yeah. So, anyways, we are back to quote unquote well, normal. Normal. And Deacon and Sheila on board is beautiful. Uh, Daryl was entertaining for me. Okay. Yeah. So we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're quote unquote back to normal as far as Steffi and Finn are um, in regards to that. I'm so happy that they're back together, but now we're breaking out with these other storylines. And Thomas and Hope are going to be fighting over, well, not just Thomas and Hope, but they're going to be fighting over Douglas. And what mess is going to come of that? I heard that Ridge and Brooke were going to break up because of that. What do you guys hear? Hmm. Yes, thank you. They need to break up. Brooke and Ridge because they just they just don't click right now. They just need they need to be apart from each other. That's just how I feel. David, uh, I think it might. I don't know. I don't think he should be with any of the women right now. Um, Brooke, Brooke um, is sort of I don't know. She has a right to make a stand in her marriage, but as far as far as Douglas, I don't think she really has a say. I agree with that. Oh, I agree. She's just being typical Brooke. Anthony? All right. <clears throat> so I'll be the oddball out here. I'm sorry, but I'm really, I was really digging Ridge and Taylor. Um, Everybody no, I like the show. Too. And it, I like the Yeah, too. so everybody on the show and all our listeners know I am a Brooke, 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 Brooke fan. But at the okay. moment, it's hard to be a Brooke fan. Mm-hmm. That's what Thank I'm going to say about that. Yeah, it's yes. hard to be a Brooke fan, but I'm still a Brooke fan. But I'm really digging Ridge and and Taylor. As far as Douglas is concerned, you know, I don't think either one of them has a say. I don't think any of the grandparents really have a say here. No, I think they that, they, that they can offer their opinion slash guidance, but ultimately, when it comes down to it, it's going to have to come down to Douglas himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so he's old I, enough I, to know I, better. I agree with that. Yep. I got a quick question for you. Who do you do? Who do you think that uh, Douglas should be with his? Uh, I'm sorry, is it Hope or um, his dad? Because I know what. What uh, Thomas did in the past, when he right. when he uh, lost control, where where do you feel that Douglas should be at now? Should he's always going to be Thomas's son, so he should be with his father. Yeah, and maybe, I'm sorry, but I I agree with that a hundred percent. I think he should be with Tom, Thomas. I think you know Thomas. Mm-hmm. He brings out the best of Thomas. And they need some counseling for sure. Not Grandma yes. Taylor. They need to bring no, Hillary no, no. B. Smith back. Not Grandma Taylor. But um, yeah, no, I think he should be with Thomas. Yeah, okay. Candace. Okay, so oh, there you yeah. are. <laughs> I'm here. 
Um, so regarding this situation, and I've analyzed it from all, all sides, so let me deal with the whole Ridgebrook-Taylor thing. I need for one of these women to put a stop to this. In other words, it's because, okay, Ridge, you went all gun ho on Brooke regarding the kiss with Deacon. Mm-hmm. You did, you've done all of this, you know, putting blame on her and the then, 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 okay. So what is your real excuse for kissing Taylor? Because to me, Brooke should have went hard on you too, just like right. you did with her. Taylor, I feel as though, girl, you be setting yourself up all the time. It's like, okay, you had a moment. It was a moment. But you also had opportunities like Deacon to, you know, to feel some kind of happiness because, as we've all been saying, Steffi found happiness outside of Liam. Why are you blocking your happiness because of this whole Rich Rich is upset one one day with Brooke, so he's going to come over to your house. One day he's upset at you, Taylor, so he goes back over Brooke. So Brooke and Taylor, y'all need to have a kumbaya moment, and y'all need to figure out what's best for Mm -hmm. yourself. Okay. But seriously, after all these years, you think that's going to happen? No, because Taylor just dug her feet in and said she wants Ridge. So, and you but know Brooke's not, not going to let go. Thing. But see, but this is my problem. To me, okay, Taylor should look at her daughter. Okay, you know how mothers want the best for their daughters. Well, yeah. Steffi, yeah. you should want some. You want the. You should want the best for your mother. Because right. I understand mm-hmm. you want your parents to be together and, you know, la, 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 rainbows and lollipops, but reality yeah. check. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, Ridge was always a hands-on parent. Let me repeat that for those right. in the back. Well, he never neglected, yeah. Yeah, he never neglected any of his kids. No. If we're going to be real about Taylor, you neglected mm-hmm. your children when yes. the times were tough. And hard yeah. and everything. And let's be real too. Brooke was the one who was taking care of your kids. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just putting yep. it out there. Not not starting a fandom or anything, but this is fact. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now. Right. Now regarding Douglas, I need for this to play out because I understand that and see, this is where we gotta bring in some people. I need Danielle and Karen to come into play. Because their their opinion oh. is going to matter as well. For those who don't know, okay, Caroline 2.0 died. Rest in peace, girl. We miss you. Thomas has said that Caroline's wish was for Hope to be the mother. Okay. Did they legalize the adoption? Right. Did they legalize the adoption? No. This was all done between Hope and Thomas because Thomas wanted to get closer to Hope and and and, and how, what better way is to use a child? Right. Let's let's face the facts. Thomas is is okay. Like Brooke and them said in the bonus scene, I saw that Thomas has gotten a lot better than he was a few years ago when he made that CGI ghost scare the mess out of that boy. You know that was wrong, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Y'all was so wrong. Um, and. And everything. And yes, he is a little bit, and he is stable. Now, as Douglas is getting older, I think for me personally, because I've actually, I actually know somebody who's going through this right now. Hope and Thomas, like you guys said, needs to be the only two people talking. Right. 
You can go and ask Liam. You can, who is, by the way, Douglas's cousin, because I saw a lot of people saying, like, uh, Liam has, you're right, he doesn't, but at the same time, for the last couple of years, Liam has kind of played the stepdaddy role a little bit. Yes. Just want to point yes. that yeah. out. Um, yeah. also, also, the fact is, is that, you know, when it comes to Thomas, I mean, yeah, right now he's fine. He is showing improvement and whatnot. But like Hope is, is concerned that how do you know, like, when, do, what, like, what if something triggers Thomas when Douglas yeah, is around and something hurts mm-hmm. Douglas? That That's going to be on Hope's co- conscience, okay? Brooke, Taylor, y'all need to stop. Using, because yeah. I see, I see it happen. All right, Candace, Candace, Candace girl. Yeah. Candace, I got to stop you there. I love you, and we're all saying the same thing. We've all been saying the same thing for over 20 years. You know they're not going to come to that kumbaya moment because no. if they come to that kumbaya moment, it ends the perpetual triangle. Well, well no, I was going to say they need to stop using the boy. Right. As, because, see, this is the thing. Is that, okay, now all oh, the time. Oh, they used Phoebe's death back in the day. I, I, just, I know, know, but I'm saying with this, this one, but this one. That they put, but see, I was going to say there's a, another factor in it. Juicy. I understand that, but at the same time, there's another factor in all this. Uh, Bill Spencer. Um, see, mm. this is oh, what, yes. because oh, yes. because yeah. See, and this is where if they're going to do this, let's do it, Bo. Let's go for a full throttle custody hearing, uh, and let it be known that Taylor shot Bill. So how, like, you know, if look, they did it on General Hospital. General Hospital is the only time I'm going to give you some props for that, okay? But to me, it's like, Brooke, Taylor, respectfully, take some seats. Let, stop implanting stuff in your kids' brains and everything. And I feel bad for Thomas because he's seeing that, okay, Steffi's got a happy ending. You know he's jealous of his sister. He sees, you know, Ridge and Taylor having a moment. So, yeah, I understand right now in the moment you really want this. But to me, I feel as though I'm going to be in the middle. I, I want to know what Douglas really wants. Because like Hope said to Thomas, if you take, if you try to take Douglas away, regardless, you're going to, you're, it's, all right, it's nothing his routine. Douglas has had a solid routine ever since he was little. Hope, Beth, Liam, the house, the routine. Yeah, okay, Thomas comes every other Sunday, every other Saturday, and occasionally on Wednesday and Thursday and hangs out with him. He's used to that. Now, if Thomas wants to increase that, okay. But you got to let that boy gel into this new routine. It ain't going to happen overnight. And Hope and Thomas, y'all need to sit down and talk adult to adult, not Forrester versus Logan's agendas. Uh-uh. No. Do what's best for that boy. I'm Team Douglas, by the way. Right. And that I want to say that that's, that's why yeah. I don't agree with Thomas going to, I mean, Douglas going to stay with Thomas um, on a permanent basis, all, all in on Thomas, because he has been living with them. He has been raised by Hope and Liam and his little uh, sister been a family and he has had that routine and you he doesn't realize because he's so young that pulling him out of that routine and just sticking him with his father and getting he you know may have to go to a new school and new friends or whatever the case might be 
um, that could really affect him. And he doesn't know that because he's too young. Um, and let me ask you this. I mean, where Hope and Liam live, is down the hill from where Eric lives? It's like down the street. It's like down exactly. the street. Exactly. Yeah. So why can't, why can't they share custody if Thomas is going to be staying with Eric? I mean, why tear the kid away altogether full time? That just doesn't make sense Because to me. it's the whole agenda of now. And, and by the way, before anything, I'm just going to say, because Thomas sees that his side of the family is getting everything, like Ridge and Taylor are spending more time together, Steffi and Finn are back. Like, Thomas wants to have a happy ending, too. He wants to have his right. son so he can have something because, it, okay, Thomas doesn't have anything going for him right now. Truth be told, Thomas does not have uh, anything. He doesn't have a romantic pairing right now, which is uncalled for. He doesn't, like, his job is, sec- I guess he's, I guess he's working. He's doing good. But he wants he something solid. Move. He wants something solid. Of right. His own. He wants something solid and permanent, and he wants to have he wants to have something to say. Well, this is my son. This is da 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 da. Okay. Stop. Wait. Wait. But you know, we are discounting the fact. So we're looking at this in real life terms, not soap opera terms. So in real life terms, we're also discounting the fact that he has really nothing but time to go over what's happened, where he is in life. And I agree with Candace. Look at Steffi. Look at his father. See that everybody's kind of lining up into their happy ending place. And he's not. But he might also be, you know, look at what I did to my son and how do I repair the damage? How do I build that relationship back with my son, et cetera, et cetera? He needs to come home to his dad. Yeah. We need to Should we, we need to also think about that side of it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the agreement is binding, then, right? Is that my understanding? Then with Doug, I mean, with uh, Thomas and and Hope, they do have a binded agreement, or was that just per se, like word uh, by have, word? It's, it's basically because of everything that was going on. Remember when Hope and Thomas was a thing, and then yes. they weren't a thing. And then, you know, because, again, Thomas said, by Caroline's dying wishes, was for Hope to to be the mother. Hope, you know, made made a vow to protect that child and whatnot. And, you know, she could have, you know, turned him over when she had Beth, but she didn't. She loves that boy. She She wants the best for Douglas. And because she's seen firsthand how unhinged Thomas really is, you know, and then when Thomas went to therapy and all that stuff, they sat down and they verbalized their agreement. All right. I yeah, hope that somebody wrote it down. And... I get the verbalization, but what I'm thinking is like uh, the rest of y'all, the, 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 the end result, meaning is it in binded? Like, is it legal? But here's the if thing. Everybody knew legal, about it. Yeah. But, but here's okay. the thing. Eric, Steffi, Ridge, everybody knew what the agreement was. So it's not like I don't tell, like, okay, let's say Anthony and me come with an agreement and we don't tell nobody. I'm sorry. Guess what? Pam, all of y'all going to know. Anthony and me agreed on that we would share the the (laughs) Emmy. We would share custody the Emmy. He gets it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I get it the rest of the days. (laughs) Right. But if it's not legally binding, though, and even though everybody knows, 
if it's not legally binding, wouldn't that be the 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 cop out they need so that Thomas gets well, done Well, yes legally? and no. I mean, if you there's a lot of verbal agreements that okay, are binding. Okay, wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. It just just depends. The ultimate answer to this question is. This is not law and order special victims unit. This is the bold and the beautiful. If they mm. decide that there's a loophole <laughs> in the constitution of the state of California in subsection Los Angeles part B, <laughs> that it, you know, there's a rule, they'll make it up yeah. and put it in there. So, I, you know, I love all of you for your passion, but we're, we're, you know, we're arguing a point that it's soap opera world. They're gonna, if they want to get out of it, they get out of it. They figure out a way. I mean, yeah, they bring people back from the dead and yeah. implant other people yeah. into other people's memories. A little thing like a custody agreement isn't going to stop somebody on a soap opera. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I was uh, wondering how that was working on the legal aspect of it. Um, I don't think it gets that deep on Bold or any of the other ones for that matter. Um, let's move on to uh, Deacon and Sheila. I actually almost feel sorry for Deacon because I, I do. think I think that yeah. you know first of all he's being of course everybody can see in plain view he's being taken advantage and mm-hmm. he's just a couple of fruit loops short of a cereal box you know what I mean so it's kind of easy <laughs> to do that with him because everybody takes advantage and he's so like he he looks innocent when he's talking you know what I mean like he yeah. You know what? I, like his naivete is is showing. Yeah, he means well. Yeah. Right. Right. You got. You just feel your heart for him because he's he's gonna be one of those guys that just gets that hard luck every single. Oh, hate to say it, but yeah, almost every single time he's gonna be one of those guys that just gets that hard luck all the time. Okay, Pam and Willie, I'm gonna give you props. He is absolutely adorable. He can put yeah. on the puppy dog face like nobody yeah, else. Yes. But yes. I think Candace is going to agree with me when I say this. He has been burned so many. He has been burned by good girls. He has been burned by bad girls. He has been burned by psychopaths. Well, that's what I said. Everybody's taken advantage this, of him. But at this point, he's not the droopy, you know, the droopy little, little boy like, oh, my God, they took a bit. Come on. It's Sheila Carter. You know, you have been burned so many times. Yeah. You can't yeah. possibly be, the wool can't possibly be pulled over your eyes at this point. But he would start mm-hmm. to say something like he was going to call the cops or do whatever, and did walk up to him and kiss him and tell him, come on, Deacon, I'm going to be around forever. You know what I mean? And he falls into place. I got money. Yeah. And I also feel his attraction towards Sheila. I think that's a big factor in this whole situation. Even though he could turn her in at any moment, because this is Deacon, he he usually has. I don't know if he's particularly attracted to her, though. I think he's just put it plain and simple. No, Candace, Candace, (laughs) you're awfully quiet here. You're gonna have to. Um, I think Candace. He's not the puppy dog. No, I'm here. I'm still here. Okay. Um, I'm still here because when, cause when you guys talk about the Okay, so first and foremost, props to Sean Cannon because oh, he's too cute, and I feel yeah. so yeah. bad for him. At the same time, I don't feel bad for Deacon. You know, so I just said that. I feel bad for him, but I don't feel bad for him. Okay. 
Deacon, 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 whatever I'm going to do with you. I feel you know, so. I'm missing, I'm missing when Deacon used to be the bad boy of, like, shaking things up. I mean, okay, Rob, I enjoy the scenes with him and Sheila. But I like the Deacon that used to cause so much trouble. Like, remember when he was with uh, Amber? And he dealt with so much drama. That's what I'm that was saying. Like excitement, he excitement he, every minute. I, okay, I, I feel as though I feel as though he is. I feel as though we are going to get to that with that mm-hmm. deacon, like that, that deacon. Right now, you got to realize that this man is trying to figure out how to save himself. Yeah. And exactly. not like, like he's playing like, he every so angle. To this out. He's like, okay, I'm playing every angle, Candace, right? Right. Because right now you got to realize that, okay, he made him, him, Brooke, and Hope is on the same, is on a good page right now. They're in good terms right now. He's trying to not make the same mistakes over and over again. Okay. Him and Taylor. Okay, but we're still going to talk about that later one day. But then, you know, him getting corrupted in Sheila's world. Yeah. It's like, oh shoot, you know, I thought I was the big baddie. Now I'm dealing with the biggest baddie of them all. And it's like Sheila really it, it really has him wrapped around her finger. I was gonna say so. <laughs> but uh-huh. the thing is is that he knows he really can't get out because like she said, if I go down, you're going down too because you're you're hiding out a freaking fugitive. And yeah. you can't go back with that. Like, you can try all you want, but you do know that she will, look, you're really, and not only that, a fugitive that, that shot Steffi, shot and killed, I don't care, he died for a minute, um, mm-hmm. and doing mm-hmm. all this stuff, and you hiding him, her, her out in your house, and if you saw today's episode, you know that hope came, and it's like, oh, shoot, what's going to happen next? I don't know. But I feel for you, Deacon. But man, you look just sexy, though. <laughs> and with that, I make my ex. <laughs> All right. Well, if we look at the time, we have got to go to the Young and the Restless now. I think we're done with with Bold right now, anyhow. So yeah, let's go to Young uh-huh. and the Restless. Yeah. What do you want to bring up first? Um. Well, I was asking Anthony. Okay. okay. I'm trying to think, okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but what and who is Chelsea? I don't know. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started on her. You know, the young and the restless has a way of spiraling kind of out of, like, you're at this moment, what are you doing? And then they kind of find a way to pull it all back together. Not every time the happy hook of storyline, you know, we should probably be left in the past for a very long time. But, but this one, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. All right, really? Well, you know, fans like to do the, the fan talk, and they always kind of tease that Sharon's usually the one go after the men in general city. And I guess it's how you look at it. But in my opinion, I see it as Chelsea's the one that they've kind of ruined her character because if you look at it, she's trying to go after almost every single married man there is left on the show. Yeah, I mean, she tried to go after Ray, and now you got what? Oh, she goes after Billy, and then there's something else coming up soon. I won't spoil it, 
but you'll see next where she's going next after this. But it's just crazy. It's just like I'm I'm sorry, but every time when she's on, it's just I just want to like just skip it. Where she's going next makes no kind of sense. Because exactly. I read the same I thing you read. Yeah. It makes yes, exactly. no kind of exactly. sense. Yeah, yeah. I can tease you, though. I do know that there is a YNR exit coming. I'm not sure yet who that is, but we're going to find out within a couple of weeks. So get ready because there will be an exit coming. And the exit does make sense as far as I was told. An exit, you said. Exit? An exit. exit. Yeah, someone's yeah. going to leave. Someone in the show is going to leave the show, and they're not returning. Ooh. Yeah. I'm thinking it's probably got to happen at least by fall because we're already – when does the fall season start for Y&R already? September. Right after Labor Day, the fall season. Yeah, that's it's always – Monday after Labor Day is always the, the beginning exit, of the fall I'm like, season. Okay, yeah. yeah, when I heard about the exit, it kind of makes sense because if you pay attention to the way the stories are kind of a little slow and dragging, when you see that the exit's coming, I, it will fit to what's going to happen in the storyline, so – I'm looking forward to that exit, and I take it back to you guys. Well, I have one well, more thing to say. Go ahead. I, I was so on board with Diane, and I stayed on board for as long as I could, but I'm off the rails again. All right, go ahead, Pam. I'm not even into Diane one bit. Haven't been since she came back. I just, there's nothing there other than making Phyllis jealous and Nikki and Eileen when she's on there, for that matter, um, you know, want to get her off the off uh, out of Genoa City. There's nothing there other than that. Right. And don't forget Pope Opera Digest did tease. I think it was on one of the summer previews or something, too, but um, the storyline going on with Diane and looking into her past, it's going to link to uh, Nikki's, Nikki's past as well. So I think all this is going to lead up into the fall. Well, maybe it's Diane leaving the show. I don't know. I mean, I like <laughs> Susan. I, I like Susan. Yeah, I, hear you. I like Susan you know? a lot. but I like mm-hmm. Susan. Yeah. But I'm okay if she goes. Yeah, I'm going to for the final time. Yeah. I think what, though, do you think Trevor St. John has something to do with Adam. it? <laughs> what, David? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll say mine. Do you think the Trevor St. John character will have something to do with it? I don't know, but I'm I'm excited to see him on there because I love Trevor St. John. Um, okay. I don't know. Let's, Does, let's, do you know call, who he's playing? Let's call the stage the stage. They're probably going to link the Travis St. John character, whoever it is, with Victoria. I would love to see the Travis St. John pull Eileen Davidson back to the canvas on a full-time basis and have a rivalry that turns, you know, a moonlighting kind of romance that they finally get together. I think the two of them would be hot together, but I think we all know he's going to end up with Victoria. I think, that that John I, I think he's going to go towards Phyllis. Hmm. I mean, you never Candace? know. We, we could both be right. We could both Candace be right. Not the here. way I see it, he's going to be wow. a new guy in town, and he can flirt with any woman he wants. But he probably would go to Victoria. But I would see him maybe spice things up 
with Phyllis, since we all know the way it's going with Diane and Jack a little bit, she's going to need someone to spice up, you know, for her. So I would kind of place my bets on uh, Trevor St. John and um, Phyllis. All right. Anthony, do we have a date on on Trevor's uh, debut? Uh, I think it was October 3rd. Yeah. The the first week of October. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, let's move along to Dave. David, you uh, haven't spoken a lot tonight. Why don't you catch us up on uh, the last couple of weeks of days? I missed days today, so I'm. I didn't. All that's right. the only one I well, didn't see today. Yeah, All but right, you we'll watched the one. last couple of weeks, so go ahead and talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> David. What? Are you going to talk today, about days? <laughs> I said, um, let me see, yes. Um, I just can't tell you what happened today, so. That's fine. First off, we have Orpheus has got Marlena and Kayla. Um, while Roman and, not Roman, while John and Steve were trying to protect Stephanie um, because they thought they were going to meet, they thought that she was going to meet with Orpheus because there was no name attached to her client, and it ended up being Paulina. And so Paulina has hired Stephanie to help with Abe's gov- governorial campaign. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, What's excited you in the last couple of weeks about days? Um. Okay. How I love. I love that. Um, I love that Greg Vaughn has walked around shirtless the last couple. Of <laughs> I thought you would. I think um, a couple of us enjoyed that. Yes, yes. I gotta say, I gotta say, I love Ron's creativity here because you think about it. Every time in Salem, it's a good place to go visit because you see a lot of shirtless hunks. I mean, first you always see Xander running around jogging, then you got. Johnny running around like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, you gotta give Ron his credit. I'm like, dude, that's where that's where it's at. Go go to Gordon Square, and you're hungry. There's, to be running there's around. more. <laughs> there's more eye candy for the the women and the uh, the uh, gay men on days than there is, oh, yeah, I think, yeah. any of the other soaps right now. But um, I like the new cop. What's her name? Jada. 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 Yeah. Jada. I like her. And I think I might like her with Greg, well, Eric, but I'm not sure yet, although they did hop into the bed today. Um, I like, in a way, that Paulina is pushing Abe to get to be the governor because, for one reason only, if a governor, sitting governor, can be blackmailed by one person to let go of all the crazies in the jail... Mm -hmm and pardon them, then somebody else needs to take over. 
I mean, I, to me, I honestly, I think this is the stupidest storyline. All right. I agree. Uh, I agree. I'm going to step up now. I'm, you know, quite often I get to the point where I just start fast forwarding stuff. Um, and, and with days, I, I'm, I'm at the point where I fast forward a lot of stuff. I, I'm, I'm so, the storyline is so off, you know, Gaines and General Hospital are the ones that pull the, you know, fanciful storylines off. I mean, you know, you had a possession storyline, so. Right, right. This, mm-hmm. this one is so out of reality. Based. It's this terrible. This never happen. It could mm-hmm. never happen. So any, everything connected with it, Marlena Kay, all of it, I'm just like, I'm, I'm turned off in a way. You yeah. know, I, I, I stop the fast forward to catch anything that looks like it's going to be a moment that I need to, like, file in the bank for storyline. But exactly. it's just so ridiculous that I just fast forward most of it. Well, yeah. I, I don't fast forward because that's just not who I am. I can't because I feel like I'm going to fast forward something that I actually should have watched because then I'll be lost with something. So I always watch all of it, every minute of it, although I hate it, you know. But, I mean, it was just so obvious when all these people were released. But next, who, who didn't know mm-hmm. that Orpheus was going to go? And go by Marlena and um, what's her name, Kayla, and and kidnap them. Mm-hmm. Who didn't know that? Who didn't know that Kristen was going to come back and try to get Brady and her kid and and make Chloe's life a living hell? Who didn't know that? Not very many. I, you know, I've got some theories on what they're doing right now, but let's play it out for another two weeks, and I will lay some stuff down on our next show. Um, all right, let's jump over to the last soap opera, General Hospital. Okay, I'm going to start with this. The little kids on the show are just so dynamically oh my awesome. God. Yes. I am in are. love yes. with Violet. I am in love with Leo. I am in love with, yep. um, oh, God, the other little one that was on the other day. I am in love with all the little kids. They are just so adorable they, they're so on their marks it's so yeah. cool that they, yeah having oh said that God. i've got to share just a quick little part where theo is telling uh nina and he gets mad at her and he says my mommy told me that you took away aunt carly's business <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god i love that that's just priceless it's so cute because he's being more sociable and he's talking more to adults, yes. but seeing Nina, he saw Red, and he's like, I'm going to let her have it. Well, you know yeah. what I like? I like that little what? Leo turned into uh, David. Um, oh, um, my gosh. And all my what? children? Yes, David. What's his name? Hayward. Hayward, David Hayward. He turned into a David Hayward. Or <laughs> he's trying to <laughs> with libido zone. <laughs> but instead he's got Granny's recipe. The Sicilian Funza. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the Sicilian Thunderbolt. <laughs> okay. So thankfully. Oh God, thank God they finally kissed. They oh, admitted please. it. Yes. Okay. Now we just have to wait for Link to get off and figure out who's on it. 
Um, yeah. Sam, Dante, oh, how adorable. Absolutely loving it. Um, the other ones, uh, uh, Carly and Drew. God, they uh, want us to... They want us so bad to buy into this. But I do like like them. I do like them. I like them together as long as he isn't Drew. Why? Because it doesn't go with the story arc. I mean, she was so... Yes, exactly. Thank you. I mean, they're fun together. Don't get me wrong. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I have to push back against this, though, for a second. Because, you know, I see the, the soap Twitter, and I see the stuff on Facebook. Carly actually never dropped Drew. She never did anything. Sunny, yes. But Carly and Drew, all the through line of their whole thing, they were always friends. So you know, that's Carly what I thought, and then I thought I was him. wrong. No, no, you're I, not wrong, Pam. They you. were always friends. She went to him after that whole beef with Sonny when you know when it was Billy Miller playing Drew. She went to him. They were cool. They never actually had anything between them that was negative except for the Sonny thing, and they made it cool. So all of this, she dropped him like a hot potato. She didn't drop him like a hot potato. He wasn't Jason. He, 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 oh, made, yeah, he understood was, it. He wasn't chasing yeah. for Sam. He wasn't chasing mm-hmm. for Liz. He wasn't right. chasing from Carl, for Carly. He knew that. He understood that. Right. He never, she never did anything to him. So right. all of this backlash is, is absolutely ridiculous. Having mm-hmm. said that, oh, wait, before I say the last part, having said that, it's also not Carly went after Franco because he was supposedly Jason's brother. No, mm-hmm. that was not the storyline. Sorry, right. folks. No. 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 And no, it's not that Drew is now the second best to Jason either. I'm sorry. That's not the beat that's being played. And it's not it's not in kind with the story we've been told. And last but not least, I'm sorry to say it, there's not I feel the flirtation, but the the oomph that makes a couple an oomph. I feel it with Dante and Sam. I don't feel it with, with Drew and Carly. They have cute flirtations. They look absolutely incredible together. But it's, yeah. it's the oomph is just not there. Yeah. Well, now, look, yeah. At, look at Lisa and Scotty. The oomph is there. It's a crazy oomph. Oh, I love that. Oomph, I love but that. I love them. The oomph They're is so there. Cute. I yes. love how protective right. she is of them. It's adorable how protective she is of Scotty. And right back at right back at, at him for her. It's, right. it's adorable, yeah, exactly. and you feel yeah. the oomph. Right. Now, I, I, okay, I'm on a roll. I'm sorry. I don't mean to take up all the space in the room, but I am so not. I, I am so not believing into feeling that Catherine Bell is his half sister slash. No, I am I not feeling this. This was the dumbest. I'm sorry. I watched Dominique. I watched her fall in love with Scotty. I watched her yeah. die. Leo yeah. Taub was dead. If she had a child out there, the Dominique that I watched would have told Scotty. Scotty was the yes. best he has ever right. been yes. with her. Right. He was the most compassionate human. If she had a child, she would have told him, and they would have yeah. gotten that child. Especially so when pissed. she was dying. Especially when she was dying. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. I believe how was finally dead. Nobody remembers. No, nope. I don't. Re- I am so. I don't remember him right in now. particular. 
I don't remember Le- Leopold. Um, we only saw Leopold. Like maybe, we only saw Leopold maybe like two weeks worth of time. We didn't well, actually see him. No wonder I don't have a figure. Good... Yeah, once we saw him, he ended up dying. So no, 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 he wasn't a big player in. But Leopold was a player in Dominique's life, which subsequently, yeah. and back then Anna was involved. Alicia was in. Lucy was. No, 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 no. This was not. Yeah. The, this storyline is very ugly to the history well, of. Think about it General this way. Hill. Think about it this way. Maybe that's what he was told, but it's not the truth. Yeah, Maybe. there's. I think there's more to it because remember, yeah. Scotty hinted. He even said, "He says I'm not buying for a second. Right. He knows. Right. Scotty knows deep in his heart something is not right here, and I'm surprised. I'm hoping they go with this though. I'm hoping that Scotty starts to run with his idea that this is not true, and maybe he can talk to Lucy because remember Lucy knew Dominique as well. They need to yep. go with that, that that point. Like, hello, Lucy was a part of this. Let's bring Lucy into it, um, and maybe they'll bring Anna because Anna is the great for being an investigator there. But I'm like everybody else. I'm not buying that. That's actually her son. I think there's going to be more no. to it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think there's something else that they're they're not letting yeah. out right now. Yeah. I mean, because that would be the only thing that makes sense to me. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Unless there was like another family else. member. Yeah. It's, right. It's one of those fillers. Um, I wanted to add real quick that I'm enjoying the picnic. I'm loving that, enjoying it. I'm over Austin and what's oh Maxie. Austin and Maxie, they just need to cut that out already. Now, and, there um, is a couple that I, Anthony, that I do not feel has sparks. There's nothing there. There's way more with Drew and Carly than there is with Austin and Maxie. Yeah, I think they're just forcing <sighs> it. They're just forcing it. They, and they're not going they're forcing it. I, I agree 110%. There is so much more chemistry with Austin and Britt. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, awesome yes, that's what I said. Yes, exactly. And we've got to put Spinelli and Maxie back together because that's where the yep. chemistry is. You can still see it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but don't forget, guys, there's still one more, one more leak into the chain for Cody. Don't forget that Spinelli knows who Cody is. He just isn't saying nothing. Because remember, Cody's blackmailing mm. uh, yeah. Cody's Spinelli. So it's like, I got one on you, I got one on you. It could go either way. Because Sonny picked up that Cody is a little off. <laughs> remember yeah, he's he off. Spinelli, he's like, what's going on here? Spinelli goes, nothing, nothing, nothing. And you know, Sonny's like, yeah, right. You know, okay, so let's 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 shift the focus just a tiny bit. Um, every time I'm finally, you know, I keep, I like Sonny and Mike back in Nixon Falls. I just did. And I was kind of mm-hmm. holding out for the Sonny. What I really wanted to see, and, and Jace, I think they were going to go with this, but then the whole mask and, and COVID thing happened with Steve Burton. I wanted to see Sonny come back without all of his memories and be the Jason to Jason being the Sonny. Okay, yes. that's the play out. Yes, yes, I um, wanted that, I, and I wanted, and I wanted to see because he would have been in love with Nina as Mike, not as Sonny. 
They are I can't ask, stand them together. Can't stand them together. Mm-mm. And honestly, they have regressed Nina back into something she had learned. She had been in Shady Brook. She had cut a baby out of somebody. She, she had moved to a place. She wasn't completely normal and stable, but they right. moved her back into this, this wish-indictive. You yep. know, she had a moment where she could have taken the high road with Carly. She had a moment where she could have taken the high road with Olivia. And mm-hmm. then comes her moment with Willow, and that broke it for me. I don't think I can can go behind Nina find, you know, Nina being redeemable after this now. I can no. add, I do like Willow and TJ Timothy. It's off the charts. Oh, absolutely. Oh, they're talking a lot about Willow and TJ. I know. I'm loving the fans reacting because I'm, I'm on board. Sign me up. I love Willow and TJ together. It's like Michael who, like, I just love the chemistry just in the room, talking together, being around each other. I could see them being like the next couple. It is so mm. weird to watch General Hospital right now because there's so many things that they're doing right and then just as many things that they're doing wrong. At case in yeah. point, they've brought Anna back to the Anna that she should have been all along, the Anna that she was, the Anna that we love, know and love. In her scenes yeah. with Martin and then again with, with um, Lucy, it was like, yo, that's Anna. Welcome back. Even in her scenes yesterday with Jordan, that was the Anna that we know and love. Case in point, okay, the opposite side of that. We have folks on canvas that, Nicholas, I don't know who this person is. This is not Nicholas that I've known for years. No. Ava Ava's a chameleon. She plays the game, so you can't can't play the Ava thing. But, you know, there are so many... Oh my God! That it's just like, what are they doing? And then there's so many beats that they're hitting perfectly. Now, yeah. Yeah. I think we need to, to transition to the Curtis Porsche whole Jordan thing. Well, you know I, who's going to end up being the baby daddy. I still yeah, want Taggart to be her father. Fans aren't happy about that. Fans aren't happy about that. How do y'all feel about that? I don't. I want Taggart. I I still want Taggart to be your father. I I really wouldn't be surprised if in the end Taggart ends up being her father, and it all comes up. It blows everything out of the water, and then it's back to the Portia Jordan Curtis triangle. Yeah. Don't forget, Esme. Esme knows about uh, Trina. She just she wasn't able to use it just yet. But Trina, uh, Esme knows about Trina's. Um, uh, parentage for the past with Curtis. Yep. And does anybody on this call think that anybody other than Victor has Esme stashed away somewhere? Someone well, I I saw something the other day, and me, you know me, I don't read spoilers, so I only caught one, one sentence of it, and I looked away, um, that possibly Nicholas is hiding Esme because that's what he's holding over his wife to keep her in line. I heard that. I heard that spoiler. Yeah. That I heard that too. Nicholas, he's desperate to keep Ava. He'll do anything to keep her. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. That's that. I wouldn't be surprised either. You know, but it doesn't fit with the, with the way they're writing Nicholas right now. 
but I really wouldn't mind a shift in the Nicholas character. So if that is the storyline, I am gung-ho. Whatever ends this Victor storyline, I'm going to be so down with because it is drawn on for way too long. I'm so over it. It's not even funny. Yeah, exactly. I'm over it too, but I'm, I'm super excited that we got our Holly back. So thank goodness for that. I love, I love Holly. I am super I excited too. for that. Somehow or another, you know my that's going to usher Luke back onto the canvas. Yep. Yes, yes. So and that's going to be our, our path back. to lead back to Luke. Mark my words. David, how many times can yeah. I say mark my words? Am I wrong? Not often, right? Not often. Not often. All right. Let's move to Liz. Yes. Where? I'll go with Willie. Liz. Willie, how you feeling in the in the midst of this storyline right now? About Liz? Yep. Oh, um, I wish Ben would just kind of back off her a little bit, because he seems to me like he's kind of, how do you say, when you smother somebody and they just need air, he's just there all the time, and he's pushing things, he's doing things, he's doing way too much, like, dude, she just had a breakdown. Give her a break a little bit. Let her breathe. Like, he's doing so much behind her. Like, I think he's – was it recently, right? He just called her parents or called the mom he or something? He called Sarah. He called Sarah the sister. Yeah, I get, like, he wants to be helpful, but I think he also needs to consider her emotions right now. She's very ready to break again. Like, it could happen to any minute. She could but have a breakdown. See- but I see both sides. He loves her so yeah. much that he's willing to do anything, even if it's losing her, only to help her. I understand that. Yeah, I get that part, too. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, I, so- I feel the storyline. At least it's not where, oh, this is going nowhere. I get the I get the emotions. I get the feeling. But I'm also like, okay, she thought recently at the step, she remembered something saying um, something about daddy. I think that's going to go back to something that happened in her past with her dad. Not anything, like, main too, too bad, but it's something traumatic that definitely triggers her. So I'm intrigued on that. I'm still invested with Liz. Yeah, I am. All right, so I'm going to – I'm I'm definitely got a couple of things to say. The way they're telling their storyline is harkens back to old soap opera. Maybe not 60s and early 70s, but mid-70s through the early 90s, where a storyline actually had a huge buildup. It took a while. It played all the beats. It felt natural because, you know, it it wasn't rushed the way a lot of storylines are now of days. I'm loving that aspect of it. I have a feeling, and at some point we'll probably get confirmation, that they had to pivot for some reason and change the storyline from what it originally was. But that's okay. I'm down with that, too. I have to say this. If they do not end this storyline with Jeff Weber present, you know, and, and, and there for whatever the pay, I have a feeling it's going to be something like Elizabeth was actually almost raped before she came to Port Charles. And, yeah. and um, her father killed the kid by accident. However, yeah. he grabbed it, you know, the kid is, whatever it be. And she blocked the memory, and they sent her to poor Charles, and she's been fragile all these years. I well, don't but think the, I, it, and it happened in a stairway, because that stairway yeah, triggered her. Stairway. It triggered yeah. her when she's in there. So it happened, it somebody like went down those stairs, 
somebody went down those stairs, and and it's not the part about um, what's his name that's dead, Peter. Peter. Yeah, it's not yeah, that. It's no, something and, else. And it's I'm, his I, girlfriend. You know, to all the fans out there that that are are getting a little bit hell bent on, it's going to be another sexual. You know, we just did this with Luke, and you know, how many times are we going to do a sexual abuse storyline, folks? Buckle up. I, I'm telling you, it is not a sexual abuse storyline. There's a horror piece into this that, yes. you know, and she's finally going to free her memory. And it, maybe Sarah will come to town. That's great. But if they don't end it with us finally getting the payoff of Jeff Weber coming back and facing his daughter, then why did you do the storyline in the first place? Right, right. Yeah. Right. I pick up on that, too. She must have had some type of, well, she's running away from somebody, and she winds up in some type of a, a hallway or stairs. Um, I think There's that's going to be part said. of the story. Something major is kicking in. So, uh, like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm invested. Yeah. I and just I, hear those I would words. Love, I would love to see the original Jeff Weber, too. I would, too. Is he still acting? Richard Dean Anderson. No, he hasn't been around in, in, in quite a few years, but, you know, this is General Hospital. They have a way of, you know, enticing people back for a short arc. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Richard Dean Anderson, right? I couldn't think of his name at, yep. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. MacGyver. Yeah, MacGyver. I love him. I love, I, love, I love, love him. him. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah. Did you guys see the clips that I posted on the media with the the original Jeff Weber old episodes? That yes, I, I did. Pull out? Oh my God! I love sharing those. Those are amazing scenes right there. You yeah, know who, I don't. You know who would be a really good Jeff her. Weber too, though. Who? If if we can't get um, Richard Dean back, um, Holden from As the World Turns. What's his name in real life? John Hensley. Oh, John Hensley. Yeah, he'd be great. Yeah. John, John Hensley would be a great Jeff Weber. Well, I know who they, he is, uh, but I mean, I didn't watch. Those shows, so I don't know, but I mean, I know he's a he good was, actor, and I know what he yeah. what he looks like. So yeah, that could work too. They, I'm sure and, you know they do play with ages. They yeah. can just color him up and make him look older. They don't have to if, age him that much. No, if if uh, Robert Newman wasn't just on. Y and R. Young and R. Yeah. I I think he would be a a, a good one. Jeff Robert too. Yeah, he's free. He's free from Y and R, so he's open to to be on GH. So that'd be great. Well, the thing is, the reason he left, he only had a short time on Y and R, is because he wants to spend time with his family. It was his choice to leave. Oh yes, I saw that. Tommy, you need to stay in Los Angeles. Too long. All right. Well, folks, that has been this has been a great two hours. The interview was absolutely amazing, and we've caught up on our favorite shows and all the great news that's out there. We'll be back in two weeks with another great episode. Absolutely. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, thanks everybody, for Good listening. Night, everybody. Thanks, you guys, for joining, and we'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. And, and Pam, thank you for being with us. You're welcome. I can. I do it when I can. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Night.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.